0: ramsey solutions broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studio it's the ramsey show where we help people build wealth do work they love and create amazing relationships i'm ramsey personality george campbell joined by jade warshaw this hour and we're taking your calls at 888-825-5225 that's 888-825-5225 And if you've listened this long, I'm going to go on a wild assumption and assume that you enjoy this show. And if you enjoy it, I want to remind you it's free and we would just ask that you do a few quick things while you're hanging out with us. One is make sure you're subscribed to the show or whatever you're listening or hit the follow button if you're on Spotify or any of those platforms and leave us a review. This really helps with getting the show out to more people. When they do show up, they're going, is this show worth my time? And they see your five-star review. That helps us out. And lastly, share it with a friend most people that tune into the show go oh my friend told me about it mm. that i gotta listen and now i'm hooked and i'm in a different place financially and we love to hear that so thank so you true. to those of you who have done those things mm-hmm. do you look at those reviews uh occasionally for entertainment purposes yes. only I do they're, they're a hoot we have a good time with those all right let's go <laughs> to sarah in princeton new jersey sarah welcome to the ramsey show how you doing
1: Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for listening.
0: Absolutely. Mm. What's going on?
1: Well, um, I think I've had my head in the sand for a long time, and uh, you know, just raising my babies and helping them grow. And uh, I just really need to wake up. And I'm a little bit of a panic, mm. and uh, but I'm willing. I'm capable. I, I can, you know, I can do this. I just need some guidance to, you know, help me get there a little bit.
2: Wow. So where are you at right now? What's the state of your finances? Like, well, what are you earning? Um, Do you have debt?
1: Uh, I personally don't have any uh, debt, you know, except for, you know, our mortgage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, my kids are, uh, i got three kids, 15, 15, and 13. I don't have any college savings for them. Um, i got a pretty pathetic amount of retirement <laughs> savings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've got some, you know, money in my savings account. And I just started doing a little bit of the envelope method, so mm-hmm. uh, thank you for that. Um, How much do you have in that and, savings?
2: Is it about Is it about three to six months?
1: Um, and my savings, I got about twenty thousand. Very good. Uh, I got a four hundred three b. I got about sixty five thousand, and I have a small business I do at night after I get home from work, and I've got about twenty thousand saved, you know, in there. Very good. Um, you know, that's incredible. Very exposed. good.
0: What's your household uh, income?
1: Um, well, I personally right now make uh, about $95,000. Um, my husband makes um, more than me. So I think last year on our taxes, we were at like uh, 220000 total. Girl, that's amazing.
2: Um, Good job. But you know,
0: Thanks. Um, so you're um, feeling you know, overwhelmed. I'm, I'm c- Is he feeling overwhelmed? I'm confused if he's in this with you.
1: Uh, well.
0: <laughs> Are you guys on the same page? Um,
1: no, no. I mean, he, he, you know, he's great. He he does what he thinks is right. And I'm um, just trying to do That's what a I think statement. is right.
2: So he
0: has a he different idea about... what he about... thinks is right. What, what does that yeah. mean?
1: Well, my, you know, I've got, like I said, my head was in the sand. I've got some big goals and I think his goals are a little bit different than mine. Not, not completely. I don't want to make him sound like a terrible person. But, um, you know, we just don't always agree on on it
0: but you're saying i'm confused because i'm looking at this amazing income Mm -hmm. you don't have any debt you have money in the bank why are you feeling overwhelmed
1: well i mean he's got some debt i don't have debt.
0: oh sarah sarah sarah
2: how much debt does this man have
1: well um i mean he's got he just got a new truck so um he put some money down on it i think he's got about thirty thousand left to pay um he's got a um he took out a home equity line of credit when we what? refinanced what um, about forty thousand to put into crypto
3: and what? Then,
1: um
0: my yeah, skin is so, crawling sarah
1: but he's okay. got a 401k that's got a decent he took amount out a heloc
0: it. to invest in crypto how much well we
1: re- we refied um and he took out some money how much did uh, he, he know, take he, out About 40,000. Oh,
0: you did a refi cash out (sighs) to invest into crypto.
1: Okay okay so now yeah, i kind of i kind
2: of didn't know what was going on i i uh
1: so you just said you hey honey i'm no, gonna do this thing
0: and you went
2: okay i trust you honey that's what the problem is she's saying she's been sticking her head in the sand and just kind of going along with what he wants to do now she's taking her head out of the sand to, and, and correct me if i'm wrong sarah now she's taking her head out of the sand and realizing hey some of the things he was doing were really bad ideas and she probably should have spoken up sooner but now here we are did i get that right
1: yeah, I just didn't know any better. It's really mm-hmm. not that I didn't speak up. I just didn't know. And I just, you know, I, he really made, he was confident. He is confident, very mm-hmm. confident.
0: Confidently and, stupid. Um, That's a type and, of confidence. You know, I, just,
1: I was raising my babies. I just, I didn't know. So, I didn't know what, what was making good choices. And, and I really think he has really good intentions. Um, and he certainly can pay for all the debt that he's got. He, you know, he's got the money to, does you Does know, he have, have does money he have to um he's got a, uh, a 401k. He's got um a, a decent amount, maybe 100,000 in there. What um, about non-retirement savings? Um no, I don't think no, neither one of us have that except for his 401k and my 403b with a little bit that I have.
2: Well, you said you had 20k saved.
1: Uh in the bank, yeah.
2: Right. Does he have any just savings in the bank like the, the same way you did?
1: Um no, I don't think if there is there's not much.
2: Okay. So Let's just back this truck up. I'm going to paint an ideal picture for you. This is, this is where we want you to get to because there's a lot of things that are just strewn all over the place here. Um, You guys are not on the same page. I think that goes without saying you're living your life one way. He's living his life another way. It sounds like in some ways you combine your money, but in other ways you live completely separate lives. If you don't know how much money he has saved, you guys live separate lives. And, and, Honestly, that's what it is. If you don't know what somebody in your home is spending money on, they can, they're can they living a separate life from you. You need to and sit down not okay.
0: Sit down and say, your financial decisions affect me. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I feel overwhelmed. I don't want to have any debt. I want us to be on the same page and make all financial decisions together as a team. And right now we're living like roommates. And I don't know what? what's causing you to spend this way. When we make $220,000 and we feel like we're not making traction... And we can't even say for our kids' college. This is mm-hmm. not an okay picture. Mm-hmm. Have you sat down with him to say those things? Yeah. What does he respond with?
1: Mm, doesn't go well for me, yeah. and you know, and then sometimes takes that out on the kids. So I just
0: yeah, I think try this is. Hold on, is he is he abusive? No. What do you mean he no, takes he it did, out on the kids?
1: He, well, you know, he it gets him upset, it gets riled up, and then he gets in a bad mood. <laughs>
0: Hmm. are we describing anger issues yeah does he yell
1: this, no it's just it's just Sarah um, we need to get counseling ASAP mm-hmm. I'm in it I've been in it for over a year both, of, him, both him. of you yep he's in it okay yep working on it alright well keep you on are
0: it. doing a great job But what you need to do is get on the same page and be involved in every little decision. There needs to be accountability. There needs to be vision. There needs to be goals, alignment. Because you guys have all the pieces. You make a great income. You don't have any debt. We can clean up his debt fast. But it means he has to get his button gear and get on a plan together. I wish you the best, Sarah. This
3: is The Ramsey Show.
0: I'm George Campbell, joined by Jade Warshaw this hour. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade, I want to circle back to a call we just took from Sarah. Uh And we dug into the numbers. They make great money. She has no debt. They're not on the same page. He's got debt. He's got his money and is making financial decisions that affect their family. It's affecting her emotionally. And it kind of came out towards the end that they try to talk about it. He doesn't take it well, and he gets angry, and we asked about abuse.
2: Yeah, to which her answer look if somebody says is he being abusive and you go mm, no that
0: that's he said, a big I, he takes red it flag out on for me.
2: kids. yeah and when you mention the kids and look I, I think it's worth noting um and i wish dr john was here um abuse doesn't have to be he hauls off and hits me right When you're in a situation and you feel like you're up against a brick wall and you feel like this person is controlling you, manipulating you, lording over you, gaslighting you, that is an unhealthy situation, period. Not just financially, period. And at that point, there was no amount of financial advice we would be able to, you know.
0: She called saying my retirement's behind and we got to save for the kids' college. That was the least of her problems at this point.
2: that, That was not the root issue. The root issue was... She is in a very unhealthy relationship and she's not alone. There's plenty of listeners out here who I'm sure when she called, they felt that and they're like, oh, I know exactly. I felt that not because of Sam Warshaw, but I've seen that before and I know Mm -hmm. what that looks like. And so when she was talking about that, I was like, oh, I've seen this. And so I just want to, Make it clear that when you're in a situation like that, it's unhealthy and you have the right to remove yourself from those situations. You have the right to separate yourself from those situations, because ultimately, when she mentioned the kids, that's not safe. It's not it's not a good it's not a good environment to be in. And I'm glad they're going to counseling. I hope they are going to counseling. And if you're in that situation, yes, start going to counseling, start getting involved with a local church, see if there's folks there, get in a community where people have healthy relationships and you can be surrounded by that and hopefully it'll start to rub off a little bit more.
0: Yeah, you gotta have a third party to intervene there and you yeah. need to remove yourself from that situation for your safety, for the kid's safety. And again, abuse can look like controlling, manipulative, bullying, gaslighting, making you think like you're the crazy one. And the key indicator to me, that some of that's happening is when you rush to justify. Yes. Well, no, no, no. They're a good per- they're a good dad though. No, no, he's a good job. He provides for our family. Yeah. It's usually those kind of justifications that tell me there's something way deeper. There's some trauma happening there
2: and let's not remember let's not forget the first part of the call i mean she was very stressed when you're st- you, they make too much money to be that stressed so there's a lot a lot going on in and, mm. and sarah you're not alone and we're we're not here judging you we want to help you and we want you to know that you know we want the best for you and we want the you know you're you're entitled to a healthy financial situation and a healthy relationship
0: absolutely all right, Jade, about a thousand people have sent me this on social media, and we've got to cover it on today's show Let's because go. it's big news and not in a good way. <laughs> Let me read you the first line from this uh, Fox News article. A Biden administration rule is set to take effect that will force good credit home buyers to pay more for their mortgages to subsidize loans to higher risk borrowers. This is wild. Yeah. It's his... So let's break this down. There was a lot of that was a lot of words. Yeah, go ahead. Here's what's happening. People that have been quote unquote responsible. You know we don't love credit scores here, but people who have good credit scores who are putting fifteen to twenty percent down doing the right thing. Are now being dinged and having to pay more for their mortgages in order to help those who have bad credit scores and nothing down. No That's the summary. No And this is not spin. Like we can go political all day because It is political, but from a financial perspective, this is insane.
2: Purely, yes, my no is purely financial, by the way.
0: So here's the details. Experts believe that borrowers with a credit score of about 680 would pay around 40 bucks more per month on a $400,000 mortgage under rules from the Federal Housing Finance Agency which goes into effect May 1st. And by the way, if you're thinking, I'm going to sneak under that, no, it's too late. You would have had to close two days ago Mm, to not get hit by this. It's already happening. It's just now official, official.
2: $40 more per month. So if you have like and we don't preach 30 year mortgages, that's but 15 if, grand, 15 grand on top of your normal interest that you're paying over the cr- uh,
0: course of your amortization schedule. So,
2: Unbelievable.
0: So the Federal Housing Finance Agency, they oversee the federally backed home mortgage companies like Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. You've heard about them. And they're they're trying to give consumers more affordable housing options. Which, let me remind you, uh, the housing market's been struggling in the wake of, wake of all these multiple interest rate increases by the Fed, and under new rules, consumer with these lower credit ratings with less money for a down payment would qualify for better mortgage terms than they otherwise would have. I don't like this, George. So we're awarding bad financial behavior to help broke people become broker, <sighs> and then hurting the people who have gone, I've done everything the right way from the system, right? I've got the good credit score. I saved up my down payment. No, you pay more now to help cover the other guy.
2: This is, this isn't, what I'm saying is not political, but there you go. It's, you're, in this, at this point, we're robbing from just normal middle class folks who did the right thing. It's not even like robbing from the rich. We're just saying, hey, you've got what we need. Can we, we're just going to take a little of that when you're going to pay for this so that more people can, that, That's not right. When the people who have done everything right, they're like, "Hey, I saved my twenty percent." You know, I'm. Y'all know we don't care nothing about a credit score. But if you're like, "I did everything right, I got my credit score up," and now here you are, and you're having to, to to fit the bill for this, it's not right.
0: Yes, and if you've seen the headlines, they're throwing percentages out there. These are not interest rate hikes. Let me make that very clear. This is something called LLPA, Loan Level Pricing Adjustment, and that's part of the picture that then trickles down to affect the interest rate. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about here. And I'll give you some numbers. So a buyer with a 620 FICO score, for example, or under 640 with a down payment of three to 5%, which okay. is basically nothing, they're going to see a 1.75% decrease from the old rate of 3.5 for that bracket, right? Mm-hmm. But if you've got a score of 720 to 759 and you've got 15 to 20% down, you get hit the hardest, with a 0.75 increase from the old fee of 0.25. See, So what, oh. if you look at the chart, it's a beautiful kind of heat map that's out there. And that's what it shows. The numbers are very clear that those who are awarded the most are those with credit scores under 639 yeah. who have three to 5% down. Those who get hit the hardest are those who have that 720 to 760 who have 15 to 20%. And here's the interesting thing. If you've got way more than that down you have no effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's what's true. even more interesting, because I know the Ramsey fans out there, they're going, oh my gosh, I want to get it at home. You don't have to worry if yeah, you don't follow even our Because guess what? This only affects loans greater than 15 years. And if you've been listening to the show for 15 seconds, you know that we only recommend 15 year fixed rate conventional loans. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So you can sleep at night if you're a Ramsey fan.
2: I love that. You can just sit back, be a spectator. But can I just say, I hate this because I, I'm sure the intent behind this is to level the playing field, you know, to reduce that gap uh, of folks who feel like they're at a disadvantage to purchase a home or have the opportunity to purchase a home. But I'm like, everything, every playing field doesn't have to get leveled, George. There, there Sometimes you just got to work for what
0: you have. This is the participation trophy. It is. And I get it. I'm not here to go, hey, if you're, if you're broke and you have a bad credit score, I never want you to be a homeowner. No, that's
2: not it at all. I want you to
0: be a homeowner. This isn't the way to do it. It's to squeeze the middle class. Because truthfully, the upper class, they're not dealing with this. Even if they do have mortgages, their financial situations, their credit scores, whatever yeah. it is, uh, their, their amount they have to put down, they're not affected by it. It's yeah, the middle class. It's the middle class. It's those people who are, I'm trying to do everything by the book. I got my 15, 20%. And now you're paying 15 grand more over the course of that 30 year loan.
2: I love this part at the end. It says, why was this done? The answer is simple. It was to try to narrow the gap in access to credit, especially for minority home buyers who often have lower down payments and lower credit scores. So let's just do what it... I'm gonna make somebody mad. Insane. Do what it takes to get a hi- to to pay off your debt, to increase your income, save your money so that you can get a higher down payment. That's There's right. work to be done, and Amen. stop acting like you can't do that work, and that you need to wait over here for somebody to do to do the work oh, for you. Oh, you got
0: Jade preaching. Here's the craziest part, Jade. This LLPA adjustment it helps make the government more money.
2: Oh, uh, of course it does. What so else is new?
0: They're going. We're not gonna increase your taxes. We're gonna make our money another way by squeezing the middle class a little more. I
2: would like to squeeze them
0: listen I can't say it any better than Jay just did this is insane and this is the Ramsey show Mm -hmm.
3: I've recommended SimpliSafe home security for years and over that time they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day plus unlike traditional home security providers SimpliSafe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like simply safe. Hey teachers,
0: you want to know how important your job is? Just ask anyone who their favorite teacher was or which teacher had the biggest impact on them, and without a doubt, they'll instantly have an answer. Y'all pour your hearts out and you pour your souls into your work and you have an even bigger impact than you'll ever know. You are truly a hero to us and you deserve to be recognized. So we are celebrating you this month with the Ramsey Teacher Appreciation Giveaway sponsored by the Army National Guard. One teacher out there will win a $5,000 vacation to wherever they want to go. That's right. And two more teachers will win a $3,000 vacation of their choosing. The giveaway ends April thirtieth, so don't wait. Get your name in the running today. Go to Ramseysolutions.com/slash teacher to enter and go tell all the teachers in your life, in your sphere to mm-hmm. go enter. We'd love to see them win a five thousand dollar vacation. Ooh, that's I not could too use shabby. One of those.
2: Run tell that.
0: Love it. All right. I'm George Camel. She's Jade Warshaw. This is the Ramsey Show. Free call at triple eight eight two five. 5225 peter is in tacoma washington peter welcome to the show
4: hello thanks for taking our call sure what's going on well we are debt free we have been for several years um we have we live off social security and a small uh pension and um we've accumulated about $29,000 in a savings account. And I'm wondering if, what I should do with it to uh, invest maybe three quarters of it, maybe 15 to 20,000 in, in what, I don't know. I was actually thinking about silver and gold, but um, I'd like your advice.
0: Now, this $29,000, is this your emergency fund? Is this all the cash you have, Liquid? Yes. Okay. Well, I wouldn't go investing the emergency fund, because if you have an emergency, you have to pull that money out and have it available to you without losing it. Right. So what does a six-month emergency fund look like for you guys? How much money would that be to cover six months of living expenses?
4: Well, our monthly expenses are about $2,300 a month. Okay, so our, let's call it $20,000 would be a good emergency fund. Our income fund. is just under 4000 a month.
0: And you comfortably live off of that? Yes. Okay, good. So let, what if we call your emergency fund $20,000? Does that sound fair? Okay. That leaves you with $9,000 to do something with. Right. And you want and to invest are, it.
4: We are able to add uh, 500 to $1,000 a month, most months, to that savings. Wow, that's great.
0: Very good. How old are you two?
4: I'm a 77. My wife is 67.
0: Okay. So there's a few things you can do, and I'll start with saying I would not invest in precious metals. Okay. It, most people run to precious metals when there's fear in the economy and it's really just a fear-based investment. They're saying, hey, if it all goes down, my gold is what's gonna help me ride this out. And the truth is, there's no data that shows that. The only data we have is that when there's fear in the economy, the price of gold goes up. But that doesn't mean that it's really worth anything if there was like an apocalyptic situation. (laughs) No one's gonna go around trading gold. We're all going, who's got food, fuel, and water, right?" right?
2: Exactly. Yeah.
0: And so I'd rather put it in something that, number one, is not fear-based and based off of, you know, people yelling at you on the TV to buy gold, right? Mm -hmm. That's where you hear this stuff. Okay. And number two, the S&P 500, which tracks the overall stock market, has a much higher return than gold. Okay. And so if you look at the price of gold, you know, back in 1989, let's say you put a thousand bucks in, that would have got you two and a half ounces of gold. It'd be worth about 5,000 today. You'd say, not bad, Right. That sounds good. Well, if you put $1,000 into the stock market, into the S&P 500 in that same year, you would have about a little over three shares. That would be worth almost $14,000 today. Would you agree that's better than five? Oh, yeah. And so I'm going to go with whatever has the greatest track record, and that's not based on fear. It's based on profitability of companies that we're all rooting for in mutual funds or index funds, which is just baskets of stocks.
4: Okay. I know
0: nothing about the stock market. Have you so. ever worked with a financial advisor? No. Okay. Hmm. Well, you guys, at, at your age and where your expenses are at, this money's not life-changing either way. We're talking $9,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you want to keep it in your emergency fund, that's great. If you want to put it in something like a high-yield savings account, that can help it grow at 3 or 4%. That's fine, too. Again, these are not life-changing numbers for you.
4: Okay.
2: Is this money that you're hoping to grow and maybe leave as an inheritance, or is this, you're just wondering what to do with this money?
4: Well, sort of, I'm getting to where I don't trust the government and the big banks, one of which where my money is, um, I think they're sort of run by the government or overlooked very closely. And I don't know with this last announcement you just made about mortgages, what's next on savings accounts? Not that mine's a big savings account by any means, but What are they going to do to us? I mean, I'm real skeptical with the government.
2: What what George said is right. You know, we don't want to make decisions based on fear. And yes, we just did a whole thing about mortgages. But at the end of the day, what we found is that people who are managing their money, they're doing things the right way. They're able to stand back on the sidelines and watch this as a spectator because they've got their ducks in a row. They've handled their money wisely. And now they can go, wow, that's crazy. Glad I don't have to participate in that. And that's basically where you are right now. You're you're Correct. into your retirement, you're living your life, you've got this money to the side, and you've got choices and you've got options. And if I'm you i I'm sleeping just fine at night because none of those things are affecting your day to day life. Right? Right. You got up, you ate breakfast today, you had a great day with your wife. It's not affecting you. And
0: there's no reason it's to it's amazing fear. what happens if you just turn off the news yeah. and don't look at the headlines, how your <laughs> life is just so much better, Peter. So, so much true. better. Now, if you want to invest, uh, you can get with one of our Smartvestor Pros at RamseySolutions.com, and they can help you, you know, fully fund an IRA for the year. That's simply a retirement account that's not connected to employer and you could max that out every year and it could grow in some good mutual funds over the long t- over the long haul at, you know, 9, 10, 11, even 12%, which is mm-hmm. a good return.
2: That's a great. So idea. that's one
0: option. The other option, because it's not life changing money right now, is you could just put it in a high yield savings account. There's a lot of those online, uh, and that can grow at three or four percent right now, mm-hmm. which is good. Okay. And, but I wouldn't. I, I'm not at the point where I distrust banks. I get it. We can have conversations about conspiracy theories all day long, Peter. But as far as your money disappearing overnight, we would have riots in the streets if the banks just took our money and ran. Oh yeah. And I, as much as I distrust the government, I have faith in the American economy <laughs> and the system. And I still believe this is the greatest country on earth. And I know my money's safe in the bank account. Yeah. If Thanks something- to the FDIC. Okay.
4: Well, that's what I wanted to hear.
0: Mm-hmm. I hope a young whippersnapper like me could give you some encouragement there. But
4: <laughs> you guys
0: have done a really great job. And truthfully, the best financial move you can make, you've already done. Living your life well, debt free, living on less than you make.
4: Well, my wife gets all the credit for that. She's our CFO. That's a good. How I long have you guys that. been married? 40 years.
0: Wow. What do you attribute 40 years of marriage to? How do you do it? What's the secret?
4: Um, love, God, and forgiveness. Mm.
0: Amen. Amen. That. What an inspiration.
2: I love it. That's a good call right there. You There's know, a I lot of
0: fear right now, Jade. What, what he's talking about,
2: I know he's, I mean, that hits home for a lot of listeners right now. They're, they're hearing the latest news and they're like, ah, oh, and it's just like their, their face and their muscles are getting tighter by the second, you know, just, just listening to all this come out. But you know, you, like you said, you got to turn the news off and you got to ask yourself, is this truly affecting me right now today in this moment? probably not for most of us and it's if it what is what could be and what could happen and yes, what if all these fears Oof. are what ifs they're based on just jumbled thoughts of the future and you sometimes you just have to sit back and go let let me just take care of what's going on in my house with my money and my situation, and leave all that other stuff by the wayside. That's right. Get yourself our some friend, Doctor
0: John Deloney says anxiety—it's a fire alarm. Mm-hmm. So let's look at the underlying symptom of that. Oh, we don't have an emergency fund. That's why we're mm-hmm. freaked out. We haven't been doing a go- good job saving for retirement. When we start to focus on those things that we can control, mm-hmm. when we got money in the bank and we don't owe people anything. Yeah, it changes everything. Absolutely. I'm sleeping at night, and turn off the news. That's always good advice. <laughs> this is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day comes from Galatians 6, 9. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Emerald Lagasse once said, life just doesn't hand you things. You have to get out there and make things happen. That's the exciting part. Yes. Bam. He gets it. Bam. There it is. Emerald gets it. All right. Well, hey, uh, if you, th- you think you found your next home sweet home, before you make it official, be sure to steer clear of common first-time homebuyer mistakes. Okay. This is a lot. We talked about home buying and mortgages this hour. You got to learn how to navigate home buying with ease and avoid the pitfalls when it comes to buying your dream home. And our team has a great resource for you in our newsletter coming out this Sunday. It's free to sign up. All you've got to do is go to slash newsletter subscribe and you will learn how to avoid making these common homebuyer mistakes. Ah, good one. Love it. All right. Let's go to Liam in
5: Tampa, Florida. Liam, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. Sure. What's going on? So I'm going to be graduating from college in December. And while I've been in college, I've been working two jobs and I've just been putting all my money in a savings account. What should I be doing with it to make it grow? Way to go.
0: Very good. Okay. How much money are we talking?
5: Right now I have about 3000 in the bank and by the end of the year, probably another six.
0: So we're talking 9K, let's say, Mm -hmm. by end of December.
5: Yeah. What do you want to do
2: with this money? Like, what's the goal here?
5: So after I graduate, I plan to uh, live in my car and travel around the country for at least a year. Wow. What's your degree in? Entrepreneurship.
0: Would you be working at all while on the road, or is the goal to have zero income?
5: The goal is to work while I'm on the road. Got it.
0: So kind of the uh, the nomadic life. Mm-hmm. You're doing yeah. some some kind of remote work. Uh, mm-hmm. You say entrepreneurship. Are you starting a business? Are you going to be working for a business? What's the plan there?
5: Um, so in my current employer, there might be an opportunity for a part-time remote role. So mm-hmm. I might transition into that until I decide what kind of business I want to get into. Okay
2: have you kind of budgeted out, uh, I think this is a great idea. I think this sounds really fun and you're at the time of your life to do something like this. Um, Have you kind of budgeted out how much money you're going to need to live off of while you do this for a year?
5: So um, depending on how bare bones I do it, I could live on maybe $1,000 a month. Okay.
0: And you already have the car that you're going to live in? Is this like a a van, a camper?
5: Yeah, it's an SUV.
0: Okay, and you're going to kind of convert it? Mm-hmm. Is that going to cost you money to do?
5: Um, I'm kind of deciding on how I want to outfit it, but I'm planning on basically just putting a bed and a cooler in the back and just going.
2: Man, no shoes, no shirt, no problem. Ooh. Well, Just
0: showering at the old Planet Fitness.
5: Exactly. <laughs> That's
0: the move.
2: Well, I think with the money that you have now, if you can just... Like, place it in a high yield savings account and just kind of take advantage of the fact that there's decent interest rates right now. And um, it doesn't make any sense to try to invest this or anything because you're graduating in December and you're going to need access to this money. You're going to be able to need, you know, pull from it when you need it. So, I think the plan right now is just to continue to save and really make a plan. I think at the end of the day, don't enter into this without making a plan for for all of it you said right now hey i think it's going to cost me about a thousand per month i want to i want to really drill that down and, and make sure that that's what it is look at your food look at the things that you want to uh, do while you're on your trip maybe there's some excursions that you want to do maybe you know so really price that out because one thing about travel is it's easy for it to go Get super expensive. I mean, super gas fast. Alone, if
0: you're just traveling, gas mm-hmm. alone is going to crush that budget. I so. know
2: an SUV too, an outfitted one. So really, really do some deep research into that. And if that's the case, maybe you travel for six months. You know, but whatever the the whatever you decide on, just make sure you have a plan and make sure you don't go into debt over it. So yes. we're not using mm. any credit cards, but, only cash. But money. truly,
0: your savings rate your ability to save every month is a way bigger factor than how to make this money grow. Yeah. Because even the numbers we showed, if you put 9,000 in a high yield savings account today at 4%, that's 360 a year. That's 30 bucks a month. That's not life changing money. Yeah. So do not invest it though going, well, I could make more if I put it in the stock market. Yeah. And your balance could also be $5,000 instead of nine by Mm -hmm. the end of the year, Mm -hmm. depending on which way the stock market goes. So I would be very cautious with this money. Just park it. You need it soon. You don't have a long time horizon, but we're cheering you on, Liam. That's an exciting adventure. It's not for me personally because I'm I'm very well groomed, and so <laughs> hygiene is a big I issue for me. But yeah. I love the. I'm like, man, what would that be like?
2: Look, when people are like, I'm backpacking across Europe and I'm staying in hostels, I I I, I can't even talk. Like, my back I hurts just thinking
0: about that. Oh my! Not I've my done back. It I did it in college. I did you the did? backpacking Europe thing, and this was like before iPhones were like really great. And so we had to, we got paper maps. It was a whole situation. Look, there's hotels here in the
2: States that I won't be staying in. You
0: won't catch me at some of these. We're too bougie now. (laughs) I love it. I'm telling you, I just won't go. She's not doing it. You can't convince her. All right, let's take a quick one here from Caprice in Lynchburg, Virginia. How are you doing?
2: Good. Thank you for having
6: me.
0: Absolutely. How can we help today?
6: Yes, I um, currently am a single mom who unfortunately just um, due to light workload at work have taken a $4,000 like pay cut from not getting overtime. And I was already living paycheck to paycheck. Um, so I'm debating between getting second job or going back to school, but I also am considering selling my house. I've owned it for about five years. I still owe about a hundred thousand left on it. And I'm just not sure if staying is worth it. I found a one bedroom apartment for a couple hundred dollars less than my mortgage, which is very rare. Um, because normally mortgage around I mean rent around here is almost double my mortgage, mm. so I'm just wondering if I should jump on this or not.
0: What's your take home pay? Monthly. I'm
6: bringing home right monthly. Oh, I didn't even do monthly. Um, I think now I'm down to be down to like 28.
0: 2800 a month. And what's your mortgage?: I believe so. Every month.
2: 7:30. Um, Can I ask a question? You said you took a 4k pay yeah. cut. Is that per month? So that's no, 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 that's for the
6: year. Okay. Okay. $400, $400 a month um, that I'm losing, not getting overtime. So before I I started getting overtime, I was working a second job. I quit my second job because I was guaranteed this overtime and I've worked it um, until about the past month work has slowed down dramatically and um, it doesn't seem to be picking back up and we're all concerned that it's going to be a slow year or two.
2: What kind of work Um, is it?
6: I have never gone to school, so I've just done different customer service jobs. I'm currently just at a desk working for a conveyor company, doing manuals and stuff for their equipment.
0: Is okay. it salary?
6: It is not. It is hourly.
0: Okay. I'm wondering if you can find a salaried customer service job, Yeah, get a raise. But truthfully, okay. I'm not selling the house. The house is not the problem. Yeah. okay. You're right on the money okay. with about 25% of your take-home pay. And once you get your income back up, it's going to be even less than that. Yeah. So the house doesn't solve okay. your problem. What what else is going on in your expenses that's causing you to feel this way?
6: Um, well, that, I have my daughter's daycare, which is also like a second mortgage. Yes, it um, is. Yeah, her daycare is actually more than my mortgage. Um, that doesn't shock me. And then, yeah, and then, so that's usually about half my income right there between yeah. house and daycare. It's a little over. And then I tie 10%. Yeah groceries we're really really tight on groceries so and we've got to get your income up little,
2: yeah it's yeah. the income that's and I, think, I that think that you I'm can to figure out how to, okay just start applying we'll give you Ken's book paycheck to purpose let's let's start there and see what other you know okay. if you really love this field you know maybe it's just you applying for other jobs in the same field but if there's you mentioned going back to school I'm not sure that that's yes. on the table just yet we've got to get your income because you got to be able to pay for school And right now things are so, so tight. Let's try to get a job where you're making a good bit more. um, And then we can start talking about what it's going to look like to pay for school as you go and hopefully be on the track to where you really want to be, both career wise and financially. But I think the 2800 is kind of with the daycare, George. That's crushing mm you. Yeah, that daycare is no joke. I'm telling you and one even, more year one, one more you got year this. <laughs> whoop, whoop, you can do it
0: we're cheering you on Caprice single moms man they're they're crushing the game oh man they are super they are super human absolutely what they can do I don't know how they do it sheesh well good hour Jade thanks for being my co-host you were forced to but I hope it was enjoyable for you as well <laughs> I loved it and thanks to all the guys in the booth they're keeping the show afloat for you America which is why we're here it's your show we thank you so much for listening we'll be back real soon